Being a professional isn't about the money you make, the position you hold, your level of expertise or fame. It's the motivation and the attitude you bring to your work. A desire for always learning and improving and balancing your creative output with getting the business done. Welcome and join the Creating Pros. Hi, and welcome back to Creating Pros. I'm your host, Jim Nettles. So this week, it's just me again. It's been a few weeks. Uh, We've been talking a lot about Superman, Spider-Man, different events and conventions, and of course, uh, a lot of talk a couple of weeks ago about the benefits of sleep and how some of those things uh, help us as creators, how they help us run businesses, how sleep affects our lives. And a few weeks ago, I was doing a bunch of workshops, panels and stuff at DragonCon. And one of the ones that I did was about how do you run a side business? How do you do a side hustle? How do you approach running the work, doing the work? And what does it mean to really run a business? And I started that with the idea of, you know, what does it mean? One of the first things I said in that was the idea that I really hate the term side hustle. I really hate the term hustling like that. A couple of reasons for that. Number one, there's a lot of connotations around this idea of the side hustle. You know, hustling means you're always moving. You're always looking. You're always trying to find that next edge, that next piece. Well, is that always beneficial? Is that always valuable? How do we look at and deal with, quote unquote, the hustle? Instead, what I you know told everybody in that class and I've taught in many other workshops is, is this idea, is that running a business is a lot like growing a kid. Um, when you're starting something, when you're trying to, to even just come up with the idea, how are you going to do it? How are you going to approach it? What are you going to do? It's very much that idea of taking an idea, formatting it, growing it, building it, and then taking the steps to execute on it. And diving into that, one of the things I talked about, and and we'll do some um, incoming episodes, but I was talking about the really the core components for any business. And this is one of the places I started. And if you look, there's five components to any given business. First of it, just the foundation. It's the basis on which you're building. This includes, you know, what are you making? What are you doing? What are you creating? Uh, The people. Who am I dealing with? What am I doing with them? How am I interacting with them? Who are my customers? Who are my vendors? Who are my partners? Who else do I work with in the business side of things? Uh, Then we get into the obvious, marketing and sales. Uh, We spent a lot of time talking about marketing and sales, and that's some of what I want to talk about today is some of the things that I discussed as a part of this workshop. Then we've got obvious things like, what are the tools? What are the operational things that you have to do to make everything happen? And then last but not least is finance and accounting. You know, finance and accounting is often the least sexy part of all of this, but it's also the important part of it. You're running a business. You need to be keeping track of your numbers, the money, all of these kinds of things. And as we talked on and went in, through it and I started talking questions and and taking questions. A lot of everything came back to my question of what's your why? Why do you want to do what it is that you're doing? Why do you want to start a business? Why do you want to become an author or a creator? Why do you want to become an artist? Why do you want to sell merchandise at conventions and events? And looking at this idea, I was talking about the importance of why. 
why your why is important. Your why is important for a lot of different reasons. First and foremost, your why is really your motivator, your driver. If the only reason for your why is to make money, a lot of people can do this effectively, but realistically, most people can't. If money is your only driver, making money, making a living is your only driver for opening or creating a business, then very likely you're going to run into a lot of problems and a lot of headway. Because honestly, if that's your only driver, a lot of the time working for somebody else and just having a job is way easier than trying to do the things it takes to create and run a business. The second thing about why is this, is that your why is an important part of you, your company, and your products, the things that you make and do, whether you're doing this alone and by yourself or whether you're part of some large, huge corporate entity, but your why is really critical. And the reason I say that is your why is what gives part of its identity, its personality. For example, as a creative, your why, the fact that maybe you need to tell stories, you need to create pieces of art, you're creating book covers, uh, maybe you're creating raw iron pieces, you're creating music, you're expressing yourself. Well, doing all of that can be really important, but also understanding your motivation, your why, because that's part of what ultimately boils down to defining and giving your personality, your energy, your life to your business is why are you doing these things? Is it because you feel it's a strong calling? Is it because maybe because you were already doing something creatively that opportunities presented themselves? There's a lot of reasons and a lot of things that come up with creating and understanding why, but at the same time, often we don't entirely ourselves have that focus. We don't fully understand ourselves, at least not until later on, why we elected to go down a certain path. Another thing about our why is this. If we look at why, if we look at my our missions, our drives, our focus, we can look at companies, for example, like a Tom's Shoes, right? They, they're interested in creating kind of cool, artistic, creative product. Hopefully it's comfortable to wear, all this kind of good stuff. At the same time, part of their why is their mission to also put shoes onto people that are not able to buy them. For every pair of shoes bought, they're giving away a pair. If you look at other companies that have sometimes charitable missions or nonprofit missions that work in, in conjunction with what they're doing, or you look at potentially um, projects where corporate entities or business entities will be making large donations to given causes. Well, part of the reason you can do that is because it looks good politically. It makes good for PR. But at the same time, making charitable moves, making things that, that give part of us as an organization and the people that make up an organization really is not as effective unless it ties into the why of the company and the why of the people that are doing it. 
So how does that affect me? Or how does that affect you if you're a solopreneur, you've got a couple of people you work with, you're doing things creatively. Well, understanding your why can be just as important. You know, we've done shows over the last year talking about everything from activism and the importance of activism, art, creativity, the things that how art can change the lives of the people that consume it, that read it, that have artwork on the walls, that listen to music, but also how this transforms the creators. And part of that transformation comes because of their why, their reason, the reason that drives them. Because why is also something that influences what product you create, what output you come up with, what designs you may create. It's part of what influences the customers you reach. It's part of who your customer is, who your partners are, the things that will work. It's part of what leads you to your marketing. And in the workshop I taught, this wound up being a large part of the conversation. Your how can often be one of the most important facets of your marketing. If we look at the idea of how we tell people who we are, how we tell people what we do, because quite frequently, people may be interested in and buy art and creativity for a particular purpose, particular reason, particular aesthetic. But the reason that they stay engaged with it, the reason that it has meaning, the reason that they come back and buy more books, more artwork, more music, is because it touches them in a certain way. It connects with the consumer in a way that other things don't. This is part of that idea that if you're trying to create something that reaches everyone, you'll reach no one because you're trying to service everyone and you can't do that. Well, part of your why, if you're telling stories that are evoking a certain emotion, conveying a certain experience. If your music, your art tells a certain story, the people that that connects with will be important for them. But the reason that it can connect even further is if those people learn why this is important to the creator. This is how people start to feel that personal connection between creator and consumer user is because if I've written a story and that story is about loss and grief and heartbreak, and maybe I'm reading a romance that is going along those lines, or I'm telling the story of the loss of a parent and, you know, a pet, a child. When somebody reads that, they may get to experience that in a very different way that either helps prepare them for something that's coming or helps them deal with an experience. Or maybe at the same time, if I'm writing something that is that straight up romp of an adventure that is twisted humor and dark fun and all the rest of that sort of stuff, you never know when the person that picks that up and reads that is going to get lifted in their day because it lets them get back to work. They read some at lunch or they read something on the way to work, on the way home, listen to the audiobook. Well, if I know more about the creator and the reason that that story came to them, if I know more about how this reflects who they are, 
the things that they're currently going through, the things they may be processing, things that they want to experience and understand, well, then I can often find a much deeper meaning. I can find a much stronger message and connection to the work, which then also means that if I've connected with you now in that personal way, I'm also much more likely to want to connect with other things that you've done in the past or things that you will do in the future. And it's things like this. The more that people begin to understand why we do things is a way that people can understand who we are and what we're offering to those people. One of the things I talked about a bit in, in the workshop and I've written about, I've talked about a fair amount over the years. If we look back 20, 30 years ago, writers, creators, creatives, really you had no real connection to them. You had no opportunity for that. Maybe there was an occasional article or they showed up on TV somewhere. Maybe you were at an event, you got to meet them. But realistically, you weren't going to get that opportunity to have much real interaction with them. Or maybe you wrote a fan letter, you got some emails, some letters back and forth, things like that. But again, it was very limited. And if you were able to create that personal connection, it was very one-on-one. -on -one. For example, when email came about, that meant that a lot of people were able to communicate in a new way and reach out and having that personal communication. If we go back before that, fan letters, things like this that would come in. And when you get even an email, much less something that is written in person, these are the sorts of things that have great meaning to the creator when they receive those. Well, these are the ways that we create some of these personal connections. Understanding that is if I know who I am and I know the work that I'm creating, I know why I'm doing this. Um, had a conversation with somebody that is retailing a lot of science fiction fantasy type product, right? They, you know, they are a reseller for a lot of the merchandise at conventions and things like this. Well, the question would be, how creative is that? Well, the truth of it is part of that started because of their own fandom. Part of that started because this was their way of connecting deeper with a fan base that had great meaning to them. This is a way of seeing and experiencing and connecting to products and merchandise that had a great deal of meaning for him. And the idea of I'm retailing, I'm selling, I'm merchandising, I'm carrying things that have meaning to me means that those people that come to me to buy from me also get some of that connection. Even though they may not be creating any of the product, they're helping to curate what they carry. They are making decisions about what they may buy or resell. As merchants, as business people, the connections we create with people, the relationships we build with fans and customers over time has great meaning. Um, if I look at a lot of these moving pieces over time, one of the big drivers is that why. Why do I elect to do this and not that? Our why can help us make more informed choices about decisions we make, work we create, um, the timing of when we do or do not do things. 
projects we take on, partnerships we may get into. The more connected you are to your why, the more connected you are then to your how, your when, your what. Because if you're trying to do things that don't connect to your why, then those other things are much more likely not to happen. They're much more likely not to succeed or be as successful as maybe other things could be. If my why of creation is about reaching one person, connecting to that one person that needs to hear that message, if it is about reaching an audience that is looking at a particular life situation, a particular a particular problem, a particular set of circumstances, if it is allowing someone to experience something that they cannot in their own personal lives and personal experience, then if I'm doing it for those reasons, then I'm much more able to reach the people that will have that bigger and better impact. If I'm doing something because purely for the commercial value, just throw it out there and see what sticks, that's viable as well. But again, the quality of what I make, what I create, what I put of myself into that work is going to be limited by how driven I am to make it and create it. If I am running something as, as simple as, you know, if I look at something as like a coffee shop, we think that that should be a simple operation, but there's a lot of moving pieces. Why do I pick on a coffee shop? Because writers spend a lot of time in, right? That's where often we gather. That's often where you'll see people gather around with laptops and working and collaborating and talking. And the people that run, say, coffee shops, the baristas that make things that keep people moving, the environment that's created in that sort of a circumstance, you know, look at the difference between a chain like a Starbucks and maybe the one local guy who's doing it because it's what they love to do and they're driven by that experience of what they can bring. It attracts two different audiences. Yes, they may be delivering similar product, but it's also about the environment you're walking into. Or even think about if you are talking about a chain, think about something like a Starbucks. Even though it's largely the same, there can be differences from location to location that have the places that are somewhere that is more comfortable to go and sit and, and have a conversation versus the places that are much more geared towards get in, get your caffeine and get out. Our why feeds into all of these kinds of decisions. If you've ever walked into a place and just said, nope, this is not going to work for me. That may be because it ties to your why. It, it conflicts with that why. You may not be conscious of it. Same thing can be conversely true. You go somewhere. You go to a park. You walk into a house. You walk into an office. You walk into a building. And all of a sudden, you get that sense of, yes, this, is, this feels right. This feels like the place I need to be. This feels like what I should be doing. Well, often that's because, again, that ties into your why. It ties into your motivation and it ties into who you are as a person at that moment in time. And this is one of those things that I think is often the hardest to look at and to deal with. Our why will change over time and it should. 
Because if our why doesn't change and grow with us, then we aren't changing. We aren't growing as people. And in creative industry and in creative business, as well as in life, if you're not changing, you're not growing, you're not adapting, you're not developing with what the experiences of life give you, then you're kind of missing the point of the ride. Part of what creative businesses are there to do are to allow people to express themselves and really become a part of not only their own journey through life, but to become part of other people's journeys through life. If you're lucky, you'll touch or impact some number of those people where the product you make, soaps, candles, music, books, whatever it is, if you're lucky, you'll touch some number of those people and those people will want to come back and support you. And if your why lines up with their why, then you're much more likely to do that. And this is not something that necessarily either one of you will ever know, but it's one of those things that we, we can feel, we can sense. When we take action, we, we know those things that feel right or feel dumb or don't at the time. So for the next week, one of the things I would challenge everybody, take a look at your why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you considering taking certain actions or not taking others? Why are you not doing the things that you need to be doing to be moving forward your business, your creative outlets? And why do you want to keep doing what you're doing today? Or what's the why that's going to be your tomorrow? Until next week. I'm Jim Nettles, and this has been Creating Prose.